There comes a time that we all move away from home, or perhaps we don't, and stay in our hometown and live our lives close to the place we consider home. What's the benefit to moving away, at least for a little bit? I think there's quite a benefit. So we'll talk about that today, all about moving away from your hometown. Welcome to Adulting, a podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to this episode of Adulting. I am Miranda, and I am here with Harlan today. How are you doing today, Harlan? Fantastic. Yeah, so we are talking about moving away from home. I assume you don't live in your hometown, do you? I don't live in my hometown. I don't live where I grew up. I moved away. Uh, I came back into a similar area, at least uh, with my, you know, where my parents were, which was not the same exact town, but close by after college, but did move away pretty soon after that. Yeah. So I actually live in my hometown. I left for 17 years and then came back after 17 years. So it was quite, uh, quite the experience to come back. But it was very valuable for me to leave for that long period of time. And uh, I don't know, I may leave again. But this is not a bad thing to leave your hometown. Uh, the Mayo Clinic suggests that trying new things can help you develop as a person. And, you know, when you stay at home, you'll, you'll never get out of your comfort zone. And it can lead to stagnation in your life. It can include uh, stagnation of thoughts. So getting out of your hometown can help you experience new things and grow in new ways. And so, I mean, I assume, Harlan, when you left your hometown and even just to go to college before you came back again, how did that benefit you? Yeah, I had already been exposed to a pretty diverse community. But of course, going to college, there's more of that. And you meet people who come from other areas of the country, other areas of the world. It's great to learn from the experiences of other people. And uh, I, I did get a chance to do that quite a bit in college and just be exposed to different ideas, different thoughts, different ways of thinking, different ways of doing things. And all of that uh, helped to open my eyes quite a bit more because I think I was already well adjusted to things going on in the world. But in college, even more so because you just pull in all of these different ideas from from people who you you haven't grown up with. And I think it's great to get that kind of exposure. So it really it really helped for me. I think it helped the people around me, too, because uh, a lot of people in college had never met anybody like me. You know, there, there are some people who came from communities where it was all white and Christian. And so someone with a Jewish heritage would be seen as uh, out of the ordinary. So I was that exposure to them. And so it was interesting to to play that role and to also have the exposure and get away from my hometown for for a few years. Of course, uh did also help with some independence. Uh, you know, I didn't, I couldn't rely on my parents for everything once I wasn't living with them. Uh, it's a good way to grow up. And certainly when you move away from your parents more permanently after school, then you do have, you know, do, you do have the situ separation and you have to figure things out for yourselves. I mean, I have a lot of friends who live in their hometown, um, in the town where we grew up or they live close by their parents. They, they, they're, they're all married. They have children now. And of course, the parents, now grandparents, can hang around and help 
and do all of that. Of course, if you move away from home and you don't have that kind of support, then you have to figure things out for yourself a little bit more. It's uh, less of an advantage. And I think that helps in independence and trying to figure things out for yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that kind of getting away from it does help because it forces you to rely on yourself, come up with some creative solutions to your problems, and try new things. Another thing that I found too is um, you can kind of get to know yourself better and kind of get out of your rut. Uh, one of the things that happens when you're growing up in a place is, you know, you start to be, you know, you know, you feel, you feel a niche, right? You're that person, you're so-and-so's daughter or you're, you know, the, the nerd or you're, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, maybe you want to explore a different side of yourself and getting out of town, getting to a new place where you can explore these other sides of you without, you know, people saying, well, wait a minute, that's not who you're supposed to be. And really, I, I noticed something when I came back home and saw, you know, I was living closer with my family and everything else. Some of them were surprised at some of the ways that I changed and, you know, become a different person and become more comfortable with that person. Because, you know, when you're growing up and you're 18 or 19, you really don't know who you are, what you want, because you've had your limited experiences, right? What what you know you want or what you think you want is limited to what's been available to you thus far and what maybe your surrounding culture or your family or your friends want you to do or be. So getting away from that and saying, all right, now I'm going to try things for me and see what I like and see who I want to be, that makes a big difference. Yeah, so, but coming back to your hometown and perhaps living with your parents is certainly uh, there, there's an advantage to that, and, and it could be saving money, uh, and that and that could be huge. But the drawback to that is you miss out on some of these experiences, which are really, really important uh, when it comes to finding out who you are as an adult. So, how can you make that? move and still save money, maybe not as much as living from home and not paying rent, which uh, helps a lot of people get on their feet when they're just starting to be an adult. But how how can you still get the advantages of living away while saving money? Yeah, so I think that that's, that's sort of the crux of the problem, I think, for many people is that it can be expensive. So I think it makes it hard to leave. And it depends on your situation. But for me, my first my first experience and yours too, it sounds like living away from home was going to college. And so if you have a situation and depending on what your situation is, college might be a way to do this. I had a scholarship, so that reduced my costs and made it easier for me to leave home and go to college someplace else because I had the scholarship. So if you can have a scholarship or you know have a job to work through college or something like that to help you, college can be a good way to kind of get your feet wet because you can live in the dorms or on camp, you know, or other on-campus housing to sort of help you bridge that gap between you know living with your parents and then being totally independent. So that can help. Um, and then also, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say along those same lines, although it's not necessarily saving money, but it can be depending on your situation. Uh, Taking the opportunity in college to study abroad goes even further to give you those uh, additional experiences that expose you to the world and and help you figure out who you are as a grown up. So I think that's a great way to um, turn that college experience into something, you know, double down on on your new experiences and uh, take some time and 
and study abroad or just go traveling with your college mates, figure out something that you can do to get exposure to different places and people. Yeah. And that's awesome because you kind of have that extension of, you know, living from home, then getting out of your college town and and really kind of having a few more experiences. But even if you can't go to college, maybe you can look for a job in the new town. So I actually have a friend right now who is feeling stuck in a rut. She's ready to move on. She left her hometown. Now she's back in town again and has been for a couple of years, but she's ready to leave and she feels stuck, you know, but she doesn't, you know, the expense. And so what she's doing now is she's leveraging the job that she's had for the last couple of years and the skills that she's developed. And then she also did go to college for a while. And so she's leveraging all of that and she is applying for jobs in the town she wants to live in. And so this is another way that, you know, maybe you you don't have to just pack up and go to a new town, look ahead and, and try and secure a job ahead of time. And then that way, you at least have something to fall back on as you move forward. Sure. And you can also save money by finding a roommate in whatever town that you're looking for. I think for the most part, we're just starting out in the adult world. We're probably assuming we're going to have a roommate at first, but sometimes that isn't the case. But finding a roommate in a new town can definitely give you some exposure. Someone who is familiar with that town, uh, particularly, but of course you can go online to websites like Craigslist, uh, has been decent, but not wonderful for me for finding roommates in the past. And, uh, there might be some other resources out there online to help you match yourself with the right person. Uh, so you can save money in a new town and get exposure and uh, benefit from all of that. Yeah. You know, now that you're living in a new town, once you figure out how to get there and and sort of live there, you know, kind of make it affordable for you, it's time to make sure that you really are experiencing the new town. Uh, There's no point in leaving your hometown if you just sit inside all the time. And so, uh, you know, while you're away, try some different things, try some different foods, some different cultural experiences, just walk around and get a feel for things. A lot of cities have events or or things that you can do that don't cost a lot of money. You know, they'll have like concerts in the park or they'll have, you know, a gallery walk or they'll have um, concerts aimed at students. And so you can go to these concerts or they'll have, you know, if you live in a college town, you can usually get, you know, like they'll have like discount if you show your student ID, if you go to a restaurant. So there are ways to affordably experience new things in your new town. Yeah, and I think it comes down to talking to people. Now, of course, introverts like myself may not be so excited to just talk to strangers, but it really helps because it gives you that exposure that that is the whole benefit of of living away from home. And I think just in general, it's easy to just close your mind when you stay at home, stay in the town that you grew up in and you don't have these experiences. You don't realize what's out there. And so you have to try these things while you're away, even if you're away for a short time, because you won't have any kind of knowledge of what other people go through in life if you don't see them, if if they don't exist to you. Perhaps you've lived in a town where you don't see anything other than the people that are like you. 
you just have to find a way to get out there. Even, even if it's not a permanent move, do these things while you are away on a trip, on vacation, get to see and meet other people and talk. And you, you have no idea what other people are like in this world. And you might find that you understand people a whole lot more once you see that, you know, everybody has, uh, everybody has their own things that they go through. You won't have any exposure to that if you just stay at home and don't try to expand your surroundings at all. Yeah, and that's a that's a good point. There's there's you really do want to kind of move out there and expand your horizons. And and one of the things that can really help you do that is um, meeting people. And it is hard for me as well because I also am an introvert. But you know, meeting new people really can help you do that. And you know can even maybe help the world. If more of us got to know people that weren't like exactly like us, we'd probably have a better, happier world. It's true. So what happens when you do come back? You know, whether it's after some time living away or just you're not ready to move out. Um, there, there are lots of, a lot of good reasons to stay home. It's true. Being close to family is huge for a lot of people. I mean, just that support system nearby is so valuable that sometimes that outweighs the idea of exploring a little bit and finding out who you are. Uh, it depends on your situation. I do think that being around family is really important, but that isn't forever. And your family will, will move on as well and have less time for you and age and all of these things will happen. And you don't want to be left behind. So you have to be ready to be able to move a little bit. Definitely. And I think that, you know, it is important when you decide to come back. You know, if you leave and go away for two years or three years or four years or even 17 years, uh, when you come back, it's important to understand why you're moving back. So I moved back because I had a divorce and I have a teenage son and I wanted to be close to family. Other people go out there, they, they see the world, they have these experiences and then when they realize they want to start their own family, they think back to their childhood and maybe it's rose-colored glasses, but they're like, well, that, that was a good place for me to grow up. I'd like my own children to grow up there. So they'll move back. And maybe, you know, you, maybe you just want to come back and save money, like Harlan mentioned, or you want to go back to your hometown. You say, well, hey, I've learned some great things and I would like to go back to my hometown and make it a better place. So there are lots of reasons to come back if you decide that that's what you want to do. But the hope is that you bring all of the things that you learned back with you and bring those to enrich your hometown. So what are some of the do nows that we can do to take advantage of what it is when you move away from home? I think one of the first things to do is look around, look at towns you might want to try living in, even if it's only an hour away. And it seems like it's not a big change, but you might be surprised at what you can accomplish if you just move an hour away. So go ahead and list out some of the towns you want to try. Yeah, and then you should make an action plan for getting there. Uh, what do you need to do to make it happen in advance? Do you need to line up a job? Do you need to look into schools for yourself or for your kids or for for anybody? Figure out what steps you need to take in order to make sure you're as secure as possible for when you make the move. Yeah, and that's a really good point. You don't want this to turn into a nightmare. <laughs> so yeah, planning ahead and make your action plan. And finally, know your resources. Do you have money saved up? Do you have a skill that can lend you a job? Is there somebody in the new town that you can kind of that you know, and that you can kind of rely on if you need to? So make a list of your resources and, and figure out uh, what you have going for you. Great. And we have a listener question. I feel trapped in my life. 
I'd like to think that I can leave and go to a new place, but I don't feel like I can leave just yet. How do I get out of this rut? Uh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> well, first of all, if you do think that maybe you can make a small move, you know, maybe just move to a different apartment in your city just to kind of shake things up a bit. Uh, if you can't leave town quite yet, um, another thing to do is look for a way to find purpose and meaning in your life. Um, a lot of the time, we feel listless and we feel upset, but if we can find some purpose, then that makes where we're at a little more bearable until we really can leave. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Uh, you know, it's it's all about making that plan. If you can't leave just yet, what will it take to get you to be able to leave? Maybe you're holding yourself back because you don't feel that you're ready. I know that's how I felt when I went off to college. It was like, I am not ready for this. I need to stay home. I can't go to college yet. I'm not ready. Even after moving away from home, my home area for the first time after I after college, it was very nervous. It was very nerve wracking. You know, I, I didn't feel like I was ready. But in the end, what helped me was realizing that so many people who have come before me with fewer resources and with less fortitude have been able to do this. There's no reason that I can't do this too. So keeping that in mind really helped me take that step and get myself to the point where I knew that I could just, I could do it. I could do it. And you do it, you do it a little bit, you realize that it's okay. And then suddenly everything's fine. Yeah. And I think making that little step at first, like you were talking about, just like doing it, you know, making it work or, or finding some small way to move forward, it can help you gain the confidence that you need to maybe make even bigger changes later. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any questions? Tell us about your first time you moved away from home. Did you move back home? What was that like? Let us know at adulting.tv. And of course, join our community and share your stories at hashtag adulting on Facebook. If you have any questions, find us at adulting.tv slash ask. And you can subscribe to this podcast at adulting.tv slash iTunes. And of course, if you don't want to use Apple Podcasts, you can use some other service and you can find out how to subscribe at adulting.tv. And until next time, remember to act like a grown-up. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv. Adulting.